0: See in their face, let them know I'm blue and gold Make them hate the stone wall though that blue ain't gold up, Make them hate the stone wall that blue and gold up, Make them hate the stone wall that blue ain't gold up, Make them hate the stone wall that blue ain't gold up, Make them hate the though wall Throw that blue ain't gold up, Make them hate the stone wall though that blue ain't gold up. Sit in their face, let them know I'ma throw that blue and go <laughs> Ch- in their face, let them know go that blue and go See it in their face, let them know i go that blue and go See it in their face, let them know go that blue and go See it in their face, let them know <laughs> Shoot them know we go so hard Chapter Ch- <laughs> hit Ch- up in their face, yeah I'm a poor dog Number one is what we holding Number one is what we stand When you step out on that fear, let them know you ain't playing Step back in that pocket, launch it off like a rocket, pass the pier, run the ball.
1: Well, that was strange. <laughs> that was- <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Evening, Bulldog Sports Network. It's the Swinney School of Swap flops founder, Brett Swinney here with you with Corey Marshall. Sam. <laughs> I'm I'm doubly here. You were so funny hey, story. Bear- we're gonna start off with a story here. There was a hot spot in my car that I connected to, and then I had weak signal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we had a little struggle there in the opening. That's all fun and games. Uh, Corey, how's your day and week going? Man, it's 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 been a busy week, as you know. It's been a busy week, so but it's all right. Man, we've been we've been calling games like crazy. It's been a, a you know six games in the last uh couple weeks, with one more this yeah. Friday.
0: In what the past? Yeah, absolutely. What past week we've done? Yeah, it's
1: about six games. What four in in, in six days? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, we'd like to welcome everyone to the weekly wrap up show. Uh, those of you that know uh, our weekly sponsor, as usual, Zono's Insurance. Thanks, Zo, for sponsoring. Corey, we have another special okay. guest this week with us. For those of you that don't know this guy, where have you been? You are under a rock. He's the man that provides all the scores for boys' basketball in the state of Texas. He is a hoopsinsider.com man, Mr. Brad Ernest. We're going to bring him on. Brad, welcome. Hi. How's it going, guys? What's going on? Going good. Going good.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, (laughs) I'm still in the process of entering all the area matchup information. I, I think I told you earlier when we were talking, and I was up till 1.30 pu- entering all the scores and then looking up all the – then entering all the area matchups and then between work and everything else, still trying to put in the all the area info. So,
1: so I'll get so it by br- the end of the night. Uh, that's good. Well, Brad, For those of, of, of us that don't know who you are and what you do and what you provide, uh, can you kind of give our audience a uh, kind of an overview of uh, – of- what you do and, and what's your services you provide
2: yeah sure so um i'm I, I run hoopinsider.net and we're texas high school basketball 186a uh we do we do we just basically we we've been doing score standing schedules in the past um this past couple of years with covid and everything we kind of trimmed it down to just doing uh scores we've been in what um You know, we keep up with the rankings and we keep up with the scores for the rank, you know, all the ranked teams. And basically anybody that sends us a score, we'll post it. Uh, But what's big, what's really been big uh, besides our site has been Twitter. I mean, pretty much from Brownsville to El Paso to Amarillo, you know, to Texarkana. There's all over, you know, people follow us and send us scores. So um, on game nights, I retweet. Literally hundreds of scores, uh, game updates from people. Um, Just uh, you know, it's just a constant for for a couple hours. Just you just keep checking your notifications, and new things pop up every couple minutes. So uh, yeah, we're we've gotten really big on Twitter, where you know we're we're keeping people updated on the scores and just any info. You know, a lot of people send us that been send us the playoff information. So. Uh, that's where we've been really biggest is uh, on Twitter uh, getting that information out to people So
1: awesome and and uh, can you uh, uh, tell everyone what your uh, Twitter handle is for those of, that don't know
2: Oh at hoop insider
1: you've know, also got a Facebook page as well correct?
2: Yeah, so we have a we have a, a Facebook light page, and honestly, we have, we don't post a ton on that. But we do have a Facebook group called Hoop Insider Basketball Talk, and I've been the last year, or so I've really been trying to push that because you know there's a lot of coaches and fans in there. That's been been the more we people we've added, the, I think we're up to about 1,400 people in there, and uh, it's really. Uh, the last couple months has really gotten pretty active. There's a lot of people talking in there, so, um, so yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, like page, and the group, and Twitter. That's that's our three main places we interact with people.
0: So I, I do have to ask, um, what what inspired you to get this going? Huh. So.
2: Um, I, one of my one of my best friends in school, I you know went to were best friends in college. I was in his wedding. He was he became a high school basketball coach, and I used to go to a lot of his games. I mean, I go to his tournaments and try to catch as many games as I could. He was a couple hours away, but I, I went to. I probably ended up going over half his games. And, you know, just from going to those, I would meet some of the coaches he would meet and stuff, and. Um, there was a um, at the time. See, there's a there's a site called SETX Sports. It's still around right now. It co- they cover Southeast Texas, and uh, they had another they had another website called East Texas. Uh, it was it didn't last, but a couple of years. But um, I just got on there and started posting information because I knew some people, and then I posted my information on there, and people just it just kind of people just kept sending me. I had my phone number there. So people just kept sending me stuff and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And um, that site kind of went under, but then uh, right around that time I, I met Chad Cooper and he had hoop insider and he did Southeast Texas already. And I was covering East Texas. And so this was around 2011. We, so we, we joined, joined forces. And so we were doing, I was doing primarily East Texas. And then, over the next couple of years, I would go to like Whataburger and I'd meet people out in West Central and West Texas. So I was like, why well, don't I cover West Texas? So I started covering Central and West Texas. And then I was like, well, I might as well cover Region 4 South Texas. I've already covered in the whole <laughs> state, most of the state. Right. So a year later, a couple of years later, um, I, I was covering Region 4 also. So i think by about 2015 i was covering the whole state so it just it just kind of just kind of just kept growing and growing once more people heard about me it just i just started making it's really easy once you start people know about you you know you start making right. more contacts and now it's just to the point where like i like am when i go to the state tournament i just it's just like i just run into like tons of people that just come up to me and talk to me and say hey you know, so, right. you know, I feel like like a celebrity or something when I go to the state tournament because, like, every co- – bunch of coaches I, I don't, you know, don't know come up to me just start talking to me. So,
0: um,
2: it's pretty it's, neat. It's a
0: free way of networking. Like, you know, every every coach wants a little tidbit inside. I'm pretty sure that happens, you know. Logically, it would happen, but I mean, every I mean, it's, it's always a way of getting information out there. Especially, I'm pretty sure you're like the central guy for probably scheduling games, maybe you know scouting reports, all kind of stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure that goes down, but that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I
2: yeah, I I don't get is I'll, I'll I'd say a couple times a week I'll get random texts for people like, hey, you got this coach's number? Or, you know, this coach's number. I need. You know, but uh, I know like, if you're, I know like TABC members, they can, they give them a list of coaches numbers. So if you're like a TABC member, you have your list, but there's also, there's always coaches. There's always people asking for stuff, but you know, with Twitter too, it's got, it's made things a lot easier. You know, you can, you, you can just message somebody else's account now or message another coach if you need something. So, I don't get messed quite as much as you would think, but I do sometimes just people asking me for stuff. But, yeah, with Twitter, it makes it a lot easier to communicate.
1: Awesome. Well, I'll give a awesome. shout-out to uh, to Christian. He's here tonight. Thanks for joining us, oh, Christian, Christian. One of our uh, normal followers or normal uh, listeners. Uh, i sure his dad's probably listening as well. Shout-out to Chris. Right. Uh, all right, Brad, so – my my first question to you is and I've I've talked to you about this, but I just want you to give a perspective for our viewers. How many retweets on a, a given week do you get? <laughs>
2: um well, I mean like a regular, I mean a game night, I don't even I don't even go back and count, but I know it's in the hundreds. It's at least two or three hundred. It has to be. Just because of all the game, because some people, a lot of people, will send us every quarter, and mm. so we'll retweet every quarter. What what really wears me out, though, I mean, people on Twitter, some people just are just overdo it. Like they'll send us like, like I, I tell people, I go in there and say, "Look, we have so," and people don't realize this too. You you can. Um, if you t- retweet too many times in a, they'll they'll put you in Twitter jail where like you you, you get I guess because like maybe spam they think you might be a spam account or something. So if we retweet right. too much in a short period of times, we've done it. It's happened to us a couple times, and like the uh a couple like one or two years we did it in the uh by district or area around where there was so much coming as we retweeted too much, and it would suspend us for like thirty minutes or an hour. We had to sit and wait. So we're kind of careful about that. That's why I tell I, when you watch me on these shows, I say, look, just send me end of quarter. And, and uh, you know, maybe if it's close at the end of the game, we'll retweet like the last couple minutes. But like I got people on there sending me like four minutes left in the first quarter, a minute left <laughs> in the first quarter with timeout. And I'm like, <laughs> I got the entire state to worry about. Like I can't be retweeting like every minute. Uh, every update of the game you know we're, we're gonna right. we'll be in twitter jail if we do that so yeah it's it's kind of a and what it kind of complicates things because you got and then you you're like well i don't want to retweet people like we you probably see this too you got uh you got a fan at the game you got a reporter at the game you got uh somebody running both teams team account at the game so you're like should i retweet all of them i mean i'm not i don't think yeah. people want to see a score like four different times so it's just kind of it's kind of a tough thing when you got all these people. You're like, I don't want people to not tag me anymore, but I don't, I can't be retweeting everybody because I'm sure people that are following us are like, okay, I've seen that score four times. Like, I don't <laughs> want to see it again. So it's right. kind of a balancing act you I, we have to do there on Twitter. So, but if you saw, we just passed twenty five thousand followers. Uh, Wow! Congratulations! That's that's an
1: accomplishment, man.
2: I was just—I went back and every once in a while I'd hit a screenshot when we do uh, when we get to a certain amount, and I went and found um, seven and a half years ago we were at one thousand followers. So
1: wow! Hey, we're almost there. We're 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 at about nine thirty-five, I think, on our Twitter handle. Well, maybe Uh, you'll get
2: some more tonight.
0: Right? Hey. hey,
1: A little yeah, bit, exactly. So um, we're going to start off before we started getting into these games that we've been to. Um, this is actually a, a new thing that we've just come up with. Um, we're going to start doing the weekly wrap-up show, Player of the Week, and tonight it goes to this young lady. In the quarter, kick out. There's that girl Normal, again. Normal, then, lady. fire. fire! She's on fire. Go! It's official, Natalie Norwood is on fire. That's her fifth three of the game, and then she steals it. (laughs) Mama, there goes that lady. (laughs) Holy moly. Make the bad lady go away. (laughs) My goodness. Five threes on the ninth for Natalie Norwood. 15. Ooh, Rogers behind the back. Nice move. You oh, left her open again. No way. How is no she way. open? How is oh she open? How how is is she open? open? <laughs> That's a fifth no. Yeah, fifth three this half for Natalie Norwood. What a game. Can I call it early? Can I call the the player of the game? Man, she might Listen. be the player of the
0: region. <laughs> you know, last week I saw two teams. Get so hot, they almost burn the building down.
1: <laughs> She's burning the building down this by herself. Time, no, no,
0: no. This is a little different. She' about to freeze everybody out of here. She's so cold.
1: <laughs> That's Mountain Vernon's Natalie Norwood. She ended up with seven threes on the night, twenty one points, and she was in Fuego, Corey. Yeah,
0: you couldn't miss. She couldn't miss. I
1: saw Vinci at a little. Heavy. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Oh, man. So, shout out to Natalie Norwood, the five-four junior from Mount Vernon. Good luck in their regional game this coming up weekend. But, Brad, this girl was on fire. Yeah, I could tell.
2: Yeah, Whew. definitely.
1: I mean, so they all talked to, talk to Nick last
2: night, right? At T-X-H-S-G-B-B, right?
1: At yeah, we talked to Nick last week. He was on our show yeah. last week. He actually, he actually mentioned the Twitter jail thing. He actually had the same uh, outcome as you. He, had, he got thrown in there uh, one time, he said. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and I try to I, – I don't do it enough, but I try to promote him as much as possible because, um, well, for one, I, I don't understand this. Okay, we've been covering boys' basketball. We've been doing this for 10 years, and we still, to this day, I, I have never – retweeted a girls tweet except for if it's a girls and boys like the school posts their boys and girls I have never retweeted a girls basketball tweet and still to this day people tag me for girls scores I don't I don't know what they just hope I, I retweet them or they they still I, I don't know at this point if you still think I cover girls I don't know what else to tell you um, but, but it's just kind of frustrating because I'm like I get so much stuff in my feed, and it's like, I don't cover girls. I I don't. And, um, you know, we don't – We have it's just me and Cooper that run the site. And so um, we only cover public schools, and we still get – we still get tagged for private schools too. And, you know, that's – it is what it is. But, you know, I'm just just telling you some of my uh, frustrations. I try to –
1: when we tweet something for girls, I try – I actually have kind of – Have these some saved, and I, you know, take in and out your uh Twitter handle and and Nick's and you know, swap back and forth. So I I try not to uh to double up there, but uh, oh yeah, I
2: understand. People do it, I know a lot of people have like all these people they want to tag, and so sometimes I just get thrown in there, and I understand that it's just you know, I I and I tried, I think I posted something on Twitter, I had it up, I had it pinned up, and I was like. I was like, please tag Nick for your girls' stuff, you know. So I try to promote him as much, say, okay, tag Nick, not me.
1: Nick's your man. (laughs) man. And that's awesome that he's able to do the girls because, you know, dividing it up like that, it helps because, you know, I I can only imagine like right now when you got boys playoffs all over the place, you've got the girls' playoffs, you're in high gear right now, so many games out there. Um, it's just you—you ha- you almost have to have either a, an army of people or two separate sites covered, and it's great that that we in Texas have that. So that's awesome. Yeah,
2: I, I have to say I have to take partial credit for it because back when Nick first started, we were—he was kind of doing his thing—and I said, "Man, I said there's nobody that covers girls' basketball." I said, I, "You ought to do that," and so I, I'm going to take partial credit for. For uh, and, and I'm I'm glad he's doing it because he he does he does a great job. I mean, I go over to his site every once in a while and I'm like, man, his, he does? I mean, he's got his website's really well done, and he writes articles and everything. So, yeah, he does yeah. a great
1: job. Yeah, it's a good site. Um, and okay, so let's talk. Let's talk some games that that, uh, that you've either kind of followed or that's kind of some games that you saw. Um, over the last week um, that's talking to you. Talking about me? Yeah, yeah,
2: go ahead, Brian. Oh, okay. I went to a game last night uh, locally. Um, I went to the Orangefield-Hampshire Finette game. I-, I graduated from Orangefield, so I went to watch them play. It was just right down the road from me. Uh, they lost to Hampshire Finette 67-60, and they play uh, number three Washington next round, so. Um, actually, Washington coach uh, was up. The Washington crew was up in the stands. I sat right by him and met the coach <laughs> and everything. Talked to him a little bit, introduced myself. So it was pretty interesting. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, but what what uh what would y'all like to what would y'all like to talk about as far as the games? What what interests?
1: Well, we've we've seen some good ones over the last week, Corey. What? what- you want to just kinda of go yeah, through we, the ones we've cut co- we've covered?
0: Yeah, um right off the top, we I mean we did cover, of course, the girls' games we, of the guys. We covered the Chapel Hill um uh, Liberty ILO game, uh Chapel Hill Edge that went out. Uh, then we covered uh the Jacksonville game. Uh Jacksonville versus Hallsville last night. And um and Jacksonville was pretty, pretty good. I, mean, I was I was in prison my first time watching them uh play this year, but they were very good. I'm uh, very impressed with Jacksonville. So but those are just the only playoff games we've covered with thus far. What, guys, what do y'all
2: think about them going down to 4A next year? you think they're, they're definitely a top 25 team preseason next year?
0: I would – yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what I was telling the guys last night on the broadcast. You know, the guard play that they have is 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 very good. Um, you know, they got what – graduating three seniors off of the team and you know, and um, the other little yeah. guard they had last night, I can't remember his name is a sophomore, he had, what, Claiborne. 17 points. Yeah, Claiborne. Claiborne, he had 17 points and about eight steals. So, he took uh, took over the game in the second half. And, I mean, if that's if that's any kind of indicator of how their season's going to go next year, they're going to be just fine. But like you said, top 25, I may even say top 20. I mean, not top 20, top 10. And Sulphur so Springs,
2: that's another team moving down, right? Do they have a lot right. back?
0: Yeah, Silver Springs pretty stout, too. They, they took out um, a decent Huntsville team.
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually um, – I, I don't get to watch nearly as many – like probably five, ten years ago, I watched a bunch of games. and But, you know, I'm married now, so I don't get to watch quite as much <laughs> as I used to. But right. um, I, I did get to see um, – I did get to see Jacksonville play once this year. I watched them play against Hitchcock. And mm. that was an interesting game um Hitchcock actually they drove all the way from Hitchcock to Nacogdoches to the Central Heights tournament got off the bus and then played Jacksonville and they got beat by 20 but man I tell you what you couldn't tell that both teams you watch the game I mean Jacksonville was really athletic but Hitchcock looked like a 5A team too they're so going to be they're going to the be the funny thing bull. about
0: Hitchcock one thing about Hiscock, I actually went to school with the, the head basketball coach at Sam Houston State, Chris Jordan. I know him. Oh real yeah, well. I met him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a
2: cool guy. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Yeah. Shout out, Chris. Absolutely. Yeah, and as,
2: uh, one of the, the assistants, one of his assistants that uh that drove the bus up there, I I, mm-hmm. he, me and him graduated from the same school. I'm older than him, but we played on the same flag football team. So I, I got yeah. sat there and talked to him. For a while, he he graduated from Orangefield, so um, nice, yeah, always a connection. But uh yeah, I I think Hitchcock. Let's see, Hitchcock they play uh, Central Heights in the next round. Yes, and that that'll be a Central Heights. I didn't is exactly, always good. Yeah, they are, and they they you know they've had some. I'm good friends with Heron, and he does a great job, and um, they've had a couple teams. I thought really had a shot to win the region and just you know what just didn't have the ball bounce their way in the playoffs mm-hmm. um, and it's a yeah it's a shame they have to play Hitchcock in, in the
0: second Correct. round but right. that's just a tough draw
2: it really is but, hands
0: full. especially at that 3A level there's a lot of good basketball teams at that 3a level there especially in, in you know northeast Texas uh, East East Texas, well, there's not any football. You got Central Heights. Woden used to be really good.
1: Mount um, and Chapel Hills always Mount good.
0: Mount Hill Chapel Hills always good. I mean, those teams are really, really good. They don't have any football teams. So you see a lot of good basketball come out of there. They make a deep run. So, and then of course, Hitchcock. Hitchcock and then you know, got um, uh, East Chambers
1: is really good. Traditionally, Coons, oh, used, yeah. to be, Coons used to be real good. I don't they still are. I think. Yes. They used to be really good.
2: They're getting better. They've been down the last couple of years and they had a pretty decent, you know, they're still in the playoffs. They beat out a, a pretty good hand team. team. Um, but I'll say this. I, I kind of always wonder if, you know, because people know I'm from east, southeast Texas, east Texas, and, and 2A region three, 3A region three, always, you know, people know my input in the rankings. So I wonder, I always wonder, like, because 2A region three and 3A region three always have seven, eight, nine rank, ranked teams, which, you yeah. know, if you think about it, there's twenty the top 25 that average about six a region. So I always wonder if people think I'm partial to that because it's right in my backyard. But I actually had a coach from West Texas. He was friends with uh, a coach at the Col- coach at Cold Spring. And he came down there to watch Cold Spring in New Waverly last year. And he was like, Ooh. man, he's <laughs> like, man, I'll tell you this. West Texas is like, it's just a different that it's just a different brand. Uh, a basketball, it's just its a whole nother level out here in, in East Texas compared to region three compared to what's out in West Texas,
1: yeah. And I mean, Tatum, he's that's I mean, that's looking good, the too. Yeah, so Tatum's, Tatum's looking pretty good right now, too.
2: Ooh. Yeah, and I remember, they're they're, I remember a couple, I remember a couple of years ago, Tatum made the state that was been more not the last, no, not the last time, but the time before that, they played, uh. Tatum played Bushland in the state tournament. I don't know if y'all remember that, uh, the semifinals. It was probably like five or more years ago. Anyways, played him in the semifinals. And I remember the Bushland coach, I asked him in the press conference, I said, have y'all played anybody with the – because I remember they played like Midland, who's 5A, 6A. Mm -hmm. I said, have y'all played anybody with the type of athleticism Tatum? Like Tatum, they're like – he was like, no. We've never seen anything like that. And it's it's just it's just a different it's
0: just a different level I think it really is and you get in the smaller school and that's the funny thing about East Texas you know I guess and you talk about it especially in this region you have two A and five either two A and five A school is not a big disparity in, in talent you know it's just the numbers. But when you mm-hmm. put them on the court, and especially Tatum and Grape and Crockett, those teams are. Graplin's all. Graplin probably beat anybody. You know they always have the speed. Tatum is the same way. Simpson is really good. Tenaha is really good. Laneville is good. A lot of these teams are really good, and mm-hmm. and they can play pretty much anybody. which you know why they don't? You know, but you know it's 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 you can you can put them up against anybody almost, and they will compete. And and that's that's the best thing about East Texas. We won't talk about football because you know, everyone knows how that goes. But you know it's just that type of way in, in East Texas. So if we get a good basketball game here, man, it's it's going to be pretty good. But I was telling Brett <clears throat> not too long ago, I said it just doesn't seem like um, basketball is is as big as it used to be in East Texas. I feel like we had better teams a few years back. Maybe and maybe I'm just being biased of my age. I don't know. But it just felt like we had better, better programs. I don't want to say the better teams, but more established programs at that time. And I guess they're just trying to rebuild and trying to build them back up at the moment. So,
2: yeah, I'll say this: uh, talking about the, going further on that that comment about the level of talent. I, you, you know, I've always I, I help out with the TABC rankings, and I've done rankings on Hoop Insider. And, and one of the things I always harp on is that people play tough schedules and i always tell people like if you're out in like way out west texas or south texas or somewhere where the level of competition may not be i say you need to travel to a tournament san antonio houston east texas you know if you're a small school see if you can get over to tennahall or martins mill or one of those tournaments and test yourself because if if you don't if you just stay in your little area sometimes you're gonna when you come out and you you play some of these teams you're just going to be surprised and yeah. um i saw i always i always harp on schedule i i, I actually kind of get annoyed when i see people play soft schedules because i'm like you, you know this i see teams that play um they, you know just a bunch of 60 point wins and just like that's that's not doing you any yeah. good but um yeah that's um and and going i, I was going to say on uh you were saying something about how uh, the coverage I um, I know here locally where I'm at, I know football is a lot bigger deal. Like they'll send a reporter to cover, like uh, get highlights of like every game. Okay. Um, this is down here in South. I'm about to blast Southeast Texas news. Um, <laughs> so I hope you're not watching, but is this what frustrates me? I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I can get highlights on Friday nights of, like, you know, West Harden and, and um, you know, Community mm-hmm. Christian, like little bitty schools. And and I can't even get a highlight of the Beaumont United basketball game, like, uh, in the playoffs, you know, or Silsby. We, we've got – here in yes. Southeast Texas, we've got the number two team in 4A, the number one in 5A, the number 11 in 4A. And I we're lucky to get a highlighter too. So yeah, I don't think basketball gets near the love it should. They should be. They should have people out at all these games. Now I don't know. It could be different. Like I know Lufkin and you guys just peeped that. Like Lufkin Longview. I know the yeah. Lufkin guy. He's always tweeting us, and he, he goes to games. So yeah, look, I, who's, I, look I who look who we That's one thing that's frustrating to me that I think basketball don't get the kind of. Uh, coverage that football does and that's
1: no no look what, look what we got uh nick nick's got nick's got one for you he says brad speaking facts so our, so our man nick alvarado's here tuning in and checking us out Come this on, season nick. thanks for coming on nick and uh chatting with us have you got any questions for brad nick uh feel free to I, I like two two good minds you got two different worlds but doing the same thing so
2: well, Nick had any – I guess if Nick had any real questions, he could just send me a message. But, I mean, if he wants to, you know, ask something that I would talk about on here, yeah. you
1: know, yeah. it's I don't good, know if good. he
2: heard, heard me talk earlier about when I was – when he started out, but that's okay. Yeah.
1: So, thanks for thanks for coming on uh, and chatting with us, Nick. We appreciate it. I, I do have a question as well. Um,
0: Texas is loaded with basketball players, players, Elite- Talent. I mean it's just getting better and better and better better better. Um best kid you've seen thus far. I've heard about this far uh, in the season. Oh me? Yes.
2: This year? Um uh, like I said, I let's see. I guess it'd have to be Beaumont. I, I saw went and saw Beaumont United and Silsby. That was probably God, oh, that was but, it was funny, I told some people, I said, you know, Silsby's impressive. They they're you know, they've always got some great athletes and players, but it was like I watched Beaumont United against Silsby. It felt like, you know, like grown men at the YMCA playing against a high school team. Like it was crazy. Um, but that was I, I guess uh, you know I I'll be interested to see who beat who can beat Beaumont United. They're man, they play really good and they're just they're they're all big, um, so probably I mean and like I said I don't I don't get out as much as I used to so I'd have to say Beaumont United just because they're right in my backyard with uh Terrence who you remember he hit that shot hit those two shots yeah. last year, I was so glad I got that on video. So I, do you, I got a story about that. Okay, you so, have... always, so when me and Cooper would go to state, he would he would handle the twist. So we we had to like work as a team. Because, uh, cause, like, he would, like, do the – like, I would video the end of the game because we can't go live at, at the state right. tournament. Right. So, he would run the Twitter account and type up the stuff, and then I would go around and video in case we had, like, an end of game something. And then I'd also – I'm the one that videos if you see our, our live after-game stuff. And so, um, I remember – I don't know if you remember, was a Plano West or Plano East – it was the, one of those two teams that was like it was like two or three years ago they won the state tournament they were their whole starting line was like mm-hmm. over 66 six. they were huge anyways my phone I, my phone was running out of space and i was trying to delete stuff and i like ran out of time and ran out of space and didn't get the video the this kid hit a game winning shot to win the game oh And I didn't get it on video, and I was so mad because it was, like, one of the, like, most memorable moments. And we ended up retweeting, like, several other people, but we didn't have – I didn't get the shot. So, I was, like, I'm – like, I was, like, I'm making sure I get – when Beaumont United hit those shots, like, I'll make sure I get those. So – but, yeah, when you see those videos, I don't know if y'all follow our Twitter live at the State Tournament. I'm the one that videos the um, people. You know, we do the the, uh, medal ceremonies. And I call video oh, okay. people cool. while they're doing that.
1: Nice. So, so let's talk. Let's talk a little. Uh, first, we'll start with four uh, A Region two, since we kind of have a little personal interest in that one. Um, <laughs> for actually two reasons, and I don't know if I talked to you about this, Brad, but um, we're going to get the um, we're getting to cover the Commerce Regional Tournament next weekend. Um, okay. We'll be calling both. Both games on Friday and the Saturday game, no matter who it is, there, um, it's I'm really excited about because there's some yes. good teams in this bracket. Hey, I mean, family, Carter. Yes. I mean that that yes. that would be the matchup I'd love to see uh, next Saturday. Uh, well, yeah. they have to get there, obviously. Um, but those two teams, I've been I mean, there once in
2: that place called the airplane hangar. The
1: airplane hangar, yes. <laughs> see, Corey, Corey hasn't been there. I've never been. There. Oh. I've never been.
0: I'm, I'm way, never,
2: way down yeah. here in Beaumont, Texas. I've been to
0: the airplane hangar. Oh, Corey, you know I've man, listen, I've I've been I've been all over. I I haven't been there. I can say that I've never cool. been there.
1: It's very spacious. Yeah, it's just it's, I've it's, heard it's a it's a very neat atmosphere. So I'm, I've been yeah, there. I'm anxious to go. I'm anxious I've been to be a fan, it looks. but it's going it to be cool out. to call a couple of games in there. So I'm I'm excited about that. So yeah. So, so we, we right, have so, we have a special but, interest in this bracket. So I know you kind of broke it down. There are not now. There's been another game played. Uh, Brad, give us kind of what you're seeing, and we'll we'll chime in with you.
2: Let's see. Let's see if I you know I picked like every almost every single game. So it looks like. Uh,
1: how are you? let's see how you're doing so far
2: well I picked I, I okay so the in the second quarter of the East Texas I, I got I didn't really pick the, the other games but I said Paris and Buller gonna meet and then I also picked uh, I picked I know you're not gonna like this I know uh, Kaufman to meet
1: uh, but no I, I think
2: I, if you remember I pointed out I think I it was open that you,
1: you said the bracket said was, was open
2: Barry, I said this was the one I'm gonna get wrong. Because I really do think, like, all four of these teams left are all really close. So, mm. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if any. And I, I told you on the phone. I mean, like, people think I'm just, like, being the sounding political, like, on the fence. Like, when I make these. Because a lot of times I'll go in here and I'll be like, ah, you know, it's a 50-50 coin flip game. Like, people think I'm just blowing smoke. Like, I mean, a lot of these games are close. It, it really is. It is tough to pick these games. Like, there, there's. If you look at a lot of the scores, they are close. And uh, so, I, I like, I wouldn't be surprised. Canton, Chapel Hill, Kaufman, Lindell, I wouldn't be surprised if any of those teams won, any, any of those outcomes.
0: I would – it'd be a Lindell-Chapel Hill matchup. I don't – you know. Ooh,
1: that, that last have, one we had, Corey, was
0: – We'd have to probably play like UT Tyler or, or something like that. I don't know.
1: We need we, we the, need a lot of security.
0: Yeah, security neutral site TJC is not going to
1: do. It. We need a bigger space. Yeah, we had a we had some issues in the, with the with the stands uh, the last time we we hosted Lindale and we had uh, Lindale fans didn't like the way the game was being called and somebody said something to the ref. The next thing you know, Lindale fans were just walking out, leaving the game halfway through the fourth quarter. We had a little skirmish with a couple of players at the end. It just it got it got ugly. Uh, it's a it's mm. one of those uh, heated rivalries. Yeah, the state mm. of
0: Texas loves Lyndale and Chapel Hill in the same district for some reason. I don't I don't know why. It's just you know, it's becoming a, it's, they're our new rival now.
1: Hmm. It's only be moved to a different basketball uh, district next year. Yeah. Another region actually that we're splitting yes. up.
2: So. um so I know y'all noticed. I, I pointed this out on the. I want to know if you guys noticed it. Did y'all watch my realignment show by chance? I don't know if you did.
1: I caught some of it, but I didn't catch all of it. I of the end okay. of-
2: so I, I was did the four A when I talked about the four A. I don't know if any of y'all caught this, but um they moved. So you know, thirteen through sixteen is the is the oh, East yeah. Texas portion, and they they moved Dallas into thirteen. So now. In the past, we've had uh, two East Texas teams were guaranteed, but now, I mean, now with two East, now with 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 Dallas in there, now you could have zero East Texas teams because they're gonna have to beat out the first and second place teams in Dallas now on each side of the bracket to get to the regional tournament.
1: Yeah, I'm disappointed because that puts us down going south and not going to Commerce. Uh, that's my main disappointment. I just like that. That's a cool place to try to shoot for, every year, and not that the other the places tournament? aren't nice, but what's that?
0: Who else is the South tournament is? It Sam Houston.
1: Um, I don't know. Well, th- I don't know if they've actually decided it. They usually they don't they don't pick those sites because, uh, like, right now the regional sites are for last year and this year. Uh, okay. If it was to stay the same way it was, it's it's actually in Lufkin, which is closer. But it's not as big of a deal. Like, okay, I'm going to play right. Lufkin ISD.
0: Well, I mean, they've got a. They're trying to, you know, they got a new arena slash, you know, unless it said Angelina, but you know. Sort of.
1: No, it just says it's Lufkin ISD currently.
0: Where so for where is
2: this? That's the,
1: that's region, the region three for 4 a right now as this year. Oh,
2: it was Lufkin.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, so Lufkin's actually a little bit closer than Commerce for us. Yeah. Because commerce is about two hours and Lufkin's like was a little over an hour. Yeah,
0: about an hour, 15 minutes, hour, 20 minutes. So I
2: always wonder how they, I always wonder how they picked those because I know like 2A region 3 was like over at Leon for a while and then like the 3A was over at Waco and it's like you're picking these sites like right on the edge of the region. I don't know if it's just an availability issue or yeah. what, or they well, just aren't thinking.
1: Well, Waxstaff used to host the, uh, used to be 2A, yeah. but I think 3A region three tournament, or I think it was region three, because it was like Coontz and all these teams used to come. That would be one that I'd like to go watch. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. ARP was pretty good um, back yeah. in the day. So ARP and Koontz and, and, Troop. uh, East Chambers, Troop, th- those teams and that. Very but funny. they have, but they're not on the list anymore. I, I was kind of looking through the hosts of the tournaments and, uh, like Athens, I think Athens took that one. I know they do the girls, but I think they do the guys too. Athens is yeah, Region Three and Two A of the yeah, Little. One. So they have that one, which they've got a nice facility. Which we could have got yeah. that one. We were just yeah. talking about that the, the core now before the show. How I don't know how we got rains between Canton and Chapel Hill, but it's like. We drive almost through Canton to get there. I don't know how that is it uh, rains
2: north of Canton?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: like you mean it's north
1: Chapel of Canton.
2: Hills to the east of Canton, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. East and yeah. So it's just kind of weird. It didn't mm-hmm. like kind of go in between. You know, if you were gonna go if you were gonna go that way, I thought, well maybe we play in Tyler. I mean even that's you know, more of a centralized place. Cause Canton, we still have to drive an hour there. Uh, we thought maybe been, Athens. We thought Athens or Lindale, kind of, but I don't know. Trinity Valley
0: would have been fine, or maybe even Brownsboro. Like, you know, I don't know if they're already taken now. TBCC would have been okay. Yeah. yeah, but that's funny. You
2: know, you saw, I was gonna say one of the things. Uh, one of the things from doing this site, it's like I I I've become an expert on geography. Like, right. I, I could, like, like I, I could like I could tell I tell I joke around like if we're looking at a map I'm like, just give me any town that has a school and I can probably find it in a couple seconds just because right. I've I've cut I've I just know where the districts are and what newspaper covers them so I I can normally find anywhere on a map so that's, that's my yeah. <laughs> And I used to. I, I'm pretty good at mascots too, so not so, the big. I don't since I cover the smaller schools. I usually I'm good, better with the smaller schools, but uh, I'm decent with the mascots. So how do you
1: how do you see the other uh, parts of this bracket shaping up, Brad? Since that's uh, since you know we're we're focused on the, you, you've got the, the
2: Dallas. Are you talking about the Dallas?
1: Yeah, the Dallas half. I know, um, like right now, you've got I'm, – I'm sure that Paris is probably the favorite to come out of our – the other East Texas side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say Bullard. Uh, they lost their second leading scorer to a, an injured foot out for the season uh, several weeks ago. Um, I, think, I believe mm. his name is Jeffrey Brooks. Um, he killed us. I think he had 20-20 and 20 at, in our place. Um, oh, wow. didn't, we didn't play him the second time because he was hurt. But uh, that's going to hurt their chances. They still have uh, Coach Knuckles' son, which he's an incredible player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't – I haven't got to see Paris. I've seen some highlights of some dunks that Paris yeah, has thrown down. Work. They got some guys that can that can uh, jump and some size. So, uh, Paris
2: – I, think- I, I say Paris um- – you know, Paris always has teams, and that they that they, really good teams, and it always seems like that. You know, the biggest thing is they get to the regional tournament, and it's like can right. they? They have to beat two Dallas schools, and I think they've done it once or twice where they beat a Dallas school in the semifinals and lost in the finals. And they've had some really good teams where if they could have got to state, you know, they could have really done something. I don't know if this is one of those type teams this year. Maybe you guys, have any of you guys seen them this year?
0: I've I've seen about an hour film worth of it. Um, they're big. They're athletic. Um, they've They've got one guy. He, he is. Man, he, I, I, I I can't even say it. Like he, he's is really it, What's his name?
2: Is it Jalen Lee or is, it, is that?
0: I think he's Jalen Lee it. or Jay Lee or something like. I think he's like six Yeah, seven. I think yeah he's. Yeah, I'm six five six, That's seven, The one
1: that's in
0: between the legs. Yeah, yeah, the the in game East Bay, uh, yeah, it, I, it's one highlight. He's got like they've got like twenty dunks in like one game or ten dunks in like one. It's it's ridiculous. And you know I don't want to just say off of the highlights, but they played some pretty good teams. But they they're well balanced. And, you know they can still play up tempo, half court doesn't matter. They're they're a really good basketball team. Um, and from from what it looks like, they're big too. So it's not like they don't have any size or anything. They Whatever job, whatever, I can kind of compare them to Jacksonville. whatever Jacksonville lacks in size, they have it, but they kind of play similar.
2: Well, it looks like <clears throat> if they make it, you know, if they get to the regional tournament, they're probably going to play Carter. Um, I know mm-hmm. uh, I, I know Melissa's playing Carter, and Melissa has been pretty tough, but if Car- Carter will probably get back them, past them and then. Um, I probably like Roosevelt. Um, They it looks like a Carter Roosevelt, and um, I'd have to go back and look and see what their scores were. I think Carter they were close one game, and then Carter blew them out the other game.
1: Let me see. I could probably pull it up here. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Carter, Carter Roosevelt. Carter won by twelve. Okay. Um, at it was in Roosevelt. I think the and, other one was like
2: twenty-seven. For some and reason. At Rose- yeah, yeah,
1: it was seventy-one forty-four. So yeah, good, good memory there. So, yeah.
2: Um. Okay. Uh. So I, I probably Carter looks like they're the best bet there, and then on the other side, um, you got. I'll be interested to see Van Alstine, Wilmer Hutchins, because you know, um Paris beat Wilmer Hutchins, right? And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I know Van Alstine has been pretty impressive all year. They beat, I think they beat Argyle twice.
1: Ooh, that's um, a good so win. I'll,
2: I'll be curious. And, you know, they, they were just a team that just kept winning and they've just moved up. I think they're all the way at number five. And um, so I, I, I kind of feel bad for them, though, because they're, they're going to have to beat Wilmer Hutchins and Faith Family just to get to the regional tournament. Yeah, that's
1: that's a tough that's a tough back-to-back game there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um I, and I picked them to beat Wilmer Hutchins um but it, you know it's hard to pick them to beat Faith Family so um but
1: Faith Family but, just rolling them in.
2: Yeah, but it it I think they could give Faith Family a close game. I I, I might be wrong on that, but you know, um we'll see. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's kind of—I mean, Faye, it's hard not—you know—you got to you know, you pick Faith, Family, and Carter, and those two Dallas right. parts as the favorites.
1: Yeah, it's, they're just seems like they're on a collision course unless someone slips a good game and they just have a, a lackluster one.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm,
1: I've got my eyeball, and and I don't know who's going to. I've got my eyeball on a coffin rematch. I'd like to get my hands on Kaufman again. That 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 game last year, uh, Corey, you didn't go to that one, did you? I don't think you called no, the no, game I've with
0: watched that game. I watched that one. It was
1: probably best that you watched that one. Uh, there, there, I can't remember the, the guy's name, and I'll recognize him when I look him up. Uh, yeah, Daelin Dickerson.
0: Dickerson. 16 rebounds. I mean,
1: he just He's destroyed it. Uh, six six, and he can do everything. Yep. Uh, yeah, he, he destroyed us. Um, I'd like to get my hands on them again. I know – it's either Lindell cough. Either one of those is fine, but I'd like – I kind of want a piece of Kaufman. I've, I've, I'm kind of done with Lindell. Uh, you know, we beat them the last time. Uh, I'd like to see us – because I, I feel like, you know, they've got their best player back. We've got most of our team back. I feel like we're a little deeper than we were last year. We've got a pretty good bench, Uh, you know, as long as everyone's healthy. Um, so I'd like to see them again i i think i think depending on what Chapel Hill team shows up um we've got a chance to win the next two for sure and then you know after that you're playing with house money because you know we're most likely going to line up with faith family there in the regional tournament that it's gonna be a yeah, tough if one. we
0: played like we did in the in the first quarter you know late at the end of the first quarter like going toward the second quarter man we're gonna be tough to beat. We'll at least
1: compete so, we yeah. Do it well. So, Brad, let's talk about any other East Texas teams that you see in any classification that you think has a chance to make a run either to the regional tournament or even possibly a, a trip to Austin or San Antonio. I'm sorry, they've moved. Oh, it. yeah. I um, well, I was hoping get
0: okay. to Austin.
2: Okay, I, I'll, uh so I'll kind of just go through each uh, 3A region two. I think anything beside the Tatum Madison regional final would surprise me. And um, I, I don't know if y'all watched my, my, any of my previews. I picked Madison to beat Tatum and mm-hmm. um, I, I think Madison's got a better, I don't think Tatum has, is. I don't think Tatum I mean, Tatum's blowing everybody out, so it's really hard to tell how good they are. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't think their roster is quite what it was last year. And But Madison, on the other hand, feels like just by looking at all their scores, I mean, nor- normally when Dallas-Madison goes to State, they're like 15 and 15. But they actually have a winning record this year, and their schedule's no different. So um, I feel like Madison's a better team this year. And Tatum's, I think, probably the same or, you know, so i I like mad that's why i picked madison and then so that but i mean tatum i think that game you know hey you never know tatum i definitely think tatum has a chance again this year so uh tatum i think has got to be one of the teams you're looking at and then for 3a region three i guess it just depends on what you guys consider east texas um because I mean, there's the whole like what who in region three would you not consider East Texas? I mean, like Academy and Franklin, I guess, what they would they wouldn't be? Uh, Hitchcock, I know Hitchcock's south of Houston, so they're probably for yeah. sure not East Texas. Um, uh, let's
1: see, just by looking at it here, Gross Becks probably, I mean, they're yeah, Gross and- the,
0: Crockett.
1: Cro- and- Crocket. Crocket. yeah, yeah. Crocket would be Texas, yeah, Dibble? Dibble? yeah Dibble.
2: Dibble. sure. Yeah, um, I I think Dabal – so Dabal, I believe, is without their point guard. And so when I saw Dabal play at the – I saw Dabal at the Central Heights tournament, I was impressed with them. But also, um, you know, their starting five is very solid. But, you know, to me it was clear the point guard and the post guy were their two best players. So, you know, definitely playing without their point guard – once they get to the really good teams is going to hurt them. Because uh, I, I definitely think Dyeball would have been one of the, you know, they I think they have a chance, but it really hurts them without them. But I I, I mentioned in there that Lorena-Crockett game, you're going to see an area. I yeah. think the winner of that could go all the way to the regional finals. Um, and I, I went back, that was the hardest game for me to pick. I, I asked a few people about it. That was the hardest game um, to pick, but I feel like whoever wins that is going to go to the regional final. Um, just because, I mean, I think that, that ball, you know, like I said, isn't going to be uh, the same team. But I like Hitchcock it to, to play either Lorena or Crockett. So I guess you could say Crockett, you know, if you're t- talking about an East Texas team, I think Crockett probably – the best chance because if they get past, I, they actually. Uh, I, I met the Crockett coach, I, they, they got beat out last year by Lorena, and I believe they blew a big lead in the second half. So Crockett uh, would be an East Texas team to watch. Now, looking uh, towards 2A Region 3, um. I really like – I mean, Douglas or Timpson, I think, or La Pointer. I mean, you're you're going to have an East Texas team there. Somebody from East Texas is going to make it. Well, you know, right. District 17 and 18 are usually not that strong, and they're not in East Texas. Uh, so, I am I like um, Douglas, Timpson, or La Pointer. I think. You've
1: got um, – you, yeah, you've got pretty much a guarantee. you got Big Sandy, Union Grove, Timpson, Garrison in that one uh, pod. I mean – you got Martin's Mill. Uh, Frankston's always pretty good. You know, D.P. St. Yeah. Those are, I mean, you got some. Yeah, I mean, all those
2: – everybody in that that whole region is region three except for 17 and 18, and those districts aren't very strong. So, you're going to have an East Texas team from 2A region three um, and now I, I, t- I mentioned this, uh, one of my – so I have a few different contacts in 2A Region 3. This is one of the regions I'm pretty well connected. One of my contacts picked an upset special of Hall over Douglas. Um, so I, he said – I like North North down. North. But um, I like uh, – I picked Douglas and Thompson to meet in the regional final. But I'll, I'll tell you, have any of you guys seen any of those three teams, Timpson, Douglas, LePointer? Have y'all seen that? Um
0: I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of Timpson. Um, they're really good. Well coached, really good, very athletic. So, Timpson is the only
2: – I've seen Big Sandy, but I, I saw them a couple times, but I don't think they were at full strength. Um, and I've seen – I've watched Timpson beat – so Dimebox is playing. They're ranked in the top five in one A. And Tempsin just, I watched that game in at Tenehall they played Dimebox and they just mm-hmm. they they wore Dimebox down the whole game. They are mm-hmm. they are so physical and athletic. And, well, their football uh, team
1: was really good. So I imagine they, yeah, kids I, are a, playing yeah, basketball and they
2: got some. I noticed. I recognize a couple of the kids that signed. I saw online where they signed some kids. One of them went to Lamar, and a couple other went to some other uh, schools. I saw. I recognized some of them on the basketball team. So yeah. Uh, yeah, they got a couple boys that are just thick. Like you, you know, you ain't going through them on the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're gonna be a handful for somebody. Um, whoever beats them is going to have to really handle four quarters of pressure um so uh and they they you know i i mean they i don't know if y'all remember that Cayuga team from years ago that that yeah, team that went to the right. state they kind yeah, of I mean, remind not not I mean, they don't, they're not i'm not i don't want to make a direct comparison but they just remind me about how how they were so athletic and strong they just wore people down for four quarters and they they and they do have other guys they bring in off the bench so they kind of remind me just from that perspective how they just wear you down um, so um, now I've heard Lapointer starting fives as good as anybody's um, so uh, they they definitely are somebody to watch out for and um, you know Douglas has been good all year so uh, I, I don't I'll be curious to see how they do when they go up against um. Uh, attempts and if they if they reach them but i like them so that's 2a what 1a region 3 there's really not many teams from east texas except yeah laneville. oh yeah there's laneville well there's yeah, it's kind of yeah, nature three and four is kind of split up you got avenger and region three If i don't know if you consider dodd city reach uh east texas um those two teams could play each other in the quarters to go to a regional tournament. And yeah, 1A region four, you got Chirino and Wells. They could face each other. And how did, in, in, how is Laneville
1: in, in region four? That's just weird. to yeah. me.
2: So it's been like that, that, that's been like that for, I don't know, the last couple realignments. That's just So strange. somewhere around like Lufkin and Nacogdoches is the cutoff line for region four. And then like, so, like, Region 4 is huge. It starts, like, Lufkin, Nacogdoches, and then it goes all the way down to Brownsville. It's kind of right. weird. Because uh-huh. if you look, like, um, Calvert's playing Sam Perlita, Well, Calvert's near um, – you know, that's a, that's a big matchup. But Calvert right. is near College Station, and Sam Prolita is, like, between Corpus Christi and Brownsville. Oh, They're playing an area. That's Poor just are a you. big – Oh, I guess you just don't have enough 1A teams in South Texas, so right. they had to throw in some of East Texas in there. That's just how it's been. And then uh, 1A Region 3 is kind of more Northeast and North Texas. That's my geography coming out right now. You but, uh,
1: yeah, no, that's, no, that's good. No, that, that's um, impressive.
2: But, um, no, I mean, 1A, so I, I like Sh- uh, Chirino. Uh, so Chirino – um, I like them. Sherino's uh, played Wells before, so if we have a Sherino Wells matchup, Sherino's uh, beaten them once already. I've seen Sherino once. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen them, but did y'all see Garrison last year?
0: I saw bits and pieces of Garrison. Okay, well, Man. the coach's
2: son was on the the coach. The coach uh, Darren Cook was on Garrison last year, and his son played at Garrison. And then he went over to Sherino, but his son. Uh, looks like a, a a fullback or a linebacker. He's <laughs> he's big. He's a load. I'm sure whoever they're playing, he's a load in the paint. So right. uh, he's about six three, six four, maybe. Woo. But um, but yeah, I like Serino to get to the regional tournament, and then they're going to run into uh McMullen County or Dimebox. Box. But yeah, and then Laneville, I actually. Uh I like Trinidad to come out of that one with Lane the one Laneville's in. Mm. Uh, so Laneville is uh Laneville I think will be better next year. Um, but uh I think Trinidad's got a kid that put up 50 this year. So Whew. Yeah, yeah. put up 50 in a game. So um but I'll tell y'all, I know this isn't East Texas, but I I I really pumped it up the two games to watch you got two top 5 6 matchups you got number 4 McMullen County against number 5 Box, and then you got number 2 against number 6 Calvert versus San Prolita. um and one a that's a not east texas but um i think you can watch i don't know it's, they might have an online stream but calverts i don't know if y'all went to did y'all go to the Central Heights tournament
0: uh, I mean, I didn't go.
1: Well,
2: okay, because Calvert's got a kid, that, uh, MJ Thomas. He's being recruited by like D one colleges, and he's, he's oh, really? uh, like, six seven, six eight. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
2: we're always tweet. I, I'm friends with a coach, and we're always tweeting stuff about him. So, um, but yeah, that 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 would be interesting. But yeah, as far as East Texas, nobody in one A. I mean, I think Sharina makes the regional tournament. Um, Avenger Dodd City has a good chance to make the regional tournament, but that's so that's pretty much
1: so. Pretty much, you know, I, know don't really, I know you don't really cover the uh, bigger, but in 5A, do you see any of the? I mean, we're we're represented with several teams. Do you see any of them making a, a run?
2: I do, I'll tell you. Uh, so I know I do 4A to 1A, but like. I, I do. So I've really, like the last two or three years, really been keeping up with 5A6A. In fact, I, 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 I'll, I'll break it on here. I'm going to do a, a 5A6A. Uh, I'll probably do a 5A6A um, breakdown of the region when they do the regional tournament. I'll probably recap the games and then talk about, I'll do some picks. Um, you know, dip my toe in the water of, of 5A6A. Uh, since I haven't in the past. But, um, yeah, so looking at this, so I'm looking at the bracket. So, I mean, I really like, uh, you know, Lufkin and Sulphur Springs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think both of them have pretty – you know, they're going to have to play well to beat those two teams, but I think they can both win. And um, and then –
0: Mount so you look good. like
2: if they play each other, you're going to get an East Texas team in the regional tournament, but then they're probably going to run into Kimball in the regional tournament. So That that's, that's going to be really tough. And then um Jacksonville, they got Highland park Highland park's pretty good. That's, and if they beat them, they're probably going to have to, well, and then you got, okay, Mount pleasant. That's a tough game. Mount pleasant can win that game, but that'll be a tough one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're definitely the underdog, and both both those teams are the underdog. But I I, I wouldn't be shocked if either one of them won. But does have to play really well to win those games. I'm just yeah. looking through. Yeah, There's
1: I'm no not. A, that- I, I, I'm not a Highland Park fan, so uh, I hope they get <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> I do want to give
0: a shout out to Red Oak. I know the sister coast there is My old college roommate, Sam Houston. Shout out to Sam Houston.
1: Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the basically the story, Brad. That we got beat my senior year by Highland Park. They were the same classification as Chapel Hill at that time. They uh, yeah. we were both in four A, and uh, they Only beat did us they out. Feuds. No, it was yeah. Hey, we 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 should have beat them. Of course, if we'd have won that game, we'd have been matched up against Chris Bosch and uh, his team. So mm. it would have been. been yeah. yeah, the
2: the five uh, A region two. The the bad thing about both of those is, um, if they do, if Mount Pleasant or Jacksonville make it out, they're probably going to be playing Lancaster or Frisco mm-hmm. Memorial, um, in the regional tournaments and the regional it seems, tournaments. It seven. seems like we have
1: that 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 theme going in in a lot of these uh, classifications where it's. We got to beat the, somebody in Dallas to. Yeah, to get you get there. to. That, yeah, you get to that regional tournament. It's like I'm here, and then you look across, and it's a, a Dallas team with some, with some big boys and some, some size. That's, that's the
0: only issue with the basketball side in East Texas. You know, football. It's you know, you come out of East Texas in football, man. It's if you make it out of East Texas in football, you almost guaranteed to playing the state championship game. In basketball, you you know, you're just thankful to make it to the regional tournament. You know, in four or five ends, four or five and six A, you're just thankful to make it. You know, it's not even a guarantee. You know, two A and under, you, man, man, you you'll probably you'll probably punch your ticket easy. But at four or five and six A, it is tough. It yeah, is tough. there's a, a yeah. And this isn't uh, yeah. There's
2: there's I, I think it's a there's a, I, I can tell you if you ask a lot of coaches, there's a lot of Coaches who don't think it's very fair that a, 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 a city with millions of, of, of uh, people can have a, a 4A or a 3A school in there. Um, I know there's a lot of coaches that don't think that's very fair. Based and that's a conversation. I, I don't bring that up on mine, but uh, that, that's a. I think that's something that a lot of coaches aren't happy with that aren't in the Metroplex or the big. Well, because uh, you can almost
1: you can almost like just jump across boundaries and so you see there's maybe like two or three good players on one team well oh well now I'm just going to jump over here and now we've got a super team almost like just with just being a few streets over I mean with all those yeah so together. the
2: problem here here's the problem with and I'd love I would love to sit down with the director of UIL I'd love to have a conversation <laughs> because I have no affiliation with these schools but I, I keep up with you know The problem is with all that is that these I guess most of these schools in these big cities are open enrollment, so they can go wherever. And the way UIL has it structured is instead of uh, they leave it up to the districts to police themselves, the, the district committees have to vote on these kids. Well, from what I understand, all these schools, it's basically like you know, you, you're, you don't, you don't turn anybody in. Like, it's just like, you understand? Like, it's just like, it, it's it, just, an, they have an understanding. It, it look, it's just something you don't do. You don't turn out, you don't turn in other schools in, in, in there. So, I mean, it's very easy for, for, you know, to move a couple kids over somewhere and they become, you know, that's why you see these schools in Dallas. Sometimes they come out of nowhere, you know, what's real easy. If you have a couple kids move over in your school district to just be, you know, that's all you need is just a couple move in there. Especially so, if you're at the
1: 4A level and 3A and Yeah,
2: I, and that's what I hear from the coaches is that that's really not fair to, you know, rural, you know, Buller Texas, or, you know, just throwing one out of a hat, you know, that's, they, they can't compete with, with someone like that that's just, you know, can just have anybody come in every year. So, right. yeah, there's, I know there's a lot of people that want to change that. I mean, I think, yeah, I think they they need to – I think it really – the biggest problem is – and it's kind of a, the transfer rules. Like, what do you do with the transfer rules? Because you don't want to – I know a lot of times that they have the thing where, like, kids, if they transfer for athletic purposes, they – you know, you have to prove that and all that. But I've heard people say, well, just make it a hard rule. Like, you cannot – if you transfer, you have to sit out of here. You have to play JV. I don't know if I agree with that, but I do think the UIO needs to take a hard look at this because it does, it just feels like to me, like there's just, every year it's just like, hey, who moved to this school this year? And it's not like their parents, you know, or, you know, got a, 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 it's not like their parents transferred jobs. It's probably somebody recruited somebody, so
1: I don't know. And I think that happens things, a lot.
2: I, I, I don't know what I, the exact. I I mean, I have to really. I haven't really thought about this before I came on here, but I do think they need to come up with a better system than what they have now because I think a lot of a lot of coaches out there are not happy with it.
1: Well, I've heard that if you're a good athlete, uh, Carthage will hire any parents, you know, uh, for a for a job. I think Gilbert that, that, may be the yeah. same way.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, and that's another <laughs> thing. I mean, a lot of – you see a lot of – this is and, – and I'll say this with the smaller basketball schools is they'll hire an assistant coach with a good son. I, I've seen this at some I, – I, you you know, I can say like almost every year you can look at a team that won and they have like an assistant coach or someone that, you know, they moved there and moved into the district and boom, they're, they're really good. So – I mean, and that's just going to happen. I mean, like, you can't do nothing about that. I mean, you're not, you can't penalize a coach for bringing his kid. So that, I don't really think that's as big an issue as just the transfers in general. I mean, that's just going to happen. That just comes, there's nothing, I mean, you're, you're not going to penalize a kid for his dad getting a coaching job. But I think, but I do think they need to come up with a better system. Uh, Maybe like, do away with i don't know what I, and i don't really know the ins and outs of open enrollment but maybe do away with open enrollment or something
1: well you got you've got like faith family they're basically recruiting they're 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 recruiting kids i mean hey, that's some, that's some here. i remember and, the, and
2: so if the, gonna the team that so they're going to have that they
1: they should uh, they right. should be forced to play in 6a like I, I don't think like 6a can be open if they want to be open enrollment they go play 6a I remember
2: there was an interview with one of the parents, one of the kid. they were showing us a feature on one of the kids. And uh, the one of the parents was like, yeah, we went to, this is why we came to Faith Family to win a state championship. And people were like tagging UIL. Hey, UIL, look at this. Like, it's kind of funny. But, you know, but the thing is, you know, I mean, that I and what I hear from some people is, you know, you have to make a, co- you know, sometimes they're not going to do anything unless people make a formal complaint. But, you right. um, but at the same time, they've got – I just think they need to come up – they just need to overhaul the whole thing and come up with something else. It's just, to me, it's just – it's a broken system. And, and people are always going to be unhappy with it. But And, hey, if they want to call me, I can give them some good input, though.
0: I've got – it. It's an unfair competitive advantage. Everyone knows it. and And that's how teams remain elite. And, you know, that's that's the name of the game now It's you know, you don't want to be a whistleblower and for, for one school district exactly. and you do the exact same thing. That's that's And then you're frowned upon and, you know, no one wants to come there. No one wants to play nice. It's, you know, that to me that happened, you know, late 90s, early 2000s where that, you know, whistleblowers. You heard that you heard that more often then. Now it's kind of like, you know, let's just not say anything. You know, it's too common now everybody kids are going you know here and there and everywhere and so you know they just want to play I, I told him told a buddy of mine I said I could I could I could probably guarantee you maybe 10 years from now I don't think kids will be playing for school districts anymore as far as basketball it'll get you out of control it'll just be club ball it'll just be a and u They'll just they'll they'll just go to school and they'll just play AU basketball.
2: I don't know if I'd say that for like the
0: rural schools. Maybe more in the yeah, you might the city, say that for sure, huh? Like for like for the cities, like for the larger cities.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that's what I was. Thinking. I don't
2: know if I agree with that. I mean, and I, I'll tell you, like, uh, I it, you you I know it's becoming more prevalent, no doubt. Um, I know that like the. I don't know if y'all have heard of the Texas basketball championships. It's a mm-hmm. thing they do over the summer to get kids to play their summer league together as a school. I think that's a good thing they're doing. I, yeah. I, I try to promote that as much as possible because I think it's a good thing where you got kids playing together and it, it, it helps them to where they're not, once, you know, they get, they play more as a team and more acclimated with each other where they're not off playing with somebody that from some school they'll never play with. So, um, you might be right. I mean, I, I, I hope you're not. I
0: don't want to, I wouldn't. I hope, see I'm, not, that hope I'm not right either. I hope I'm not right. Cause that, cause if you, if you think about it, you know, to be honest, if you think about it, you know, that's, you know, the, the kids they can go play anywhere just in case let's just say they change the rule and now you can't transfer, you know, and now the kids still want to play basketball, you know, why don't I just play? Let's just play in the AAU circuit. You can you can play anytime you want to. You can play on Sundays. You can play any day, and you just play year year round AAU basketball. All you have to do is be eligible for in in high school, you know, just to, just to graduate and get your credits. hmm. It's scary to think about, but I mean, I don't. Yeah, I
2: I I think there aren't. I don't. I get what you're saying, probably. but I don't think there. At least I wouldn't think every kid would have that opinion. I mean, you unless you're you, – I think if you're like a really – maybe if you're a really high-up recruit. or Yeah. But not just your average kid, I don't think you're going to be – No, not at all. I mean, not at all. I, I could mean. see maybe maybe a couple, but I, I wouldn't see like half the kids doing it. Maybe a few. Maybe a few here and there, but I, I wouldn't –
0: It'd I mean, be a very small – It'd be maybe ten teams. I w I wouldn't I wouldn't think it'd probably be maybe ten teams that would if they would get ten teams, possibly. But if like you said, if there was an elite level of talent, I, I could honestly see that with the money that they generate from AAU and, and sponsorships and you know, Nike, Jumpman, Adidas, you know, it's not far fetched to think about. For me at least.
1: We got uh we got Jonathan uh here with a kind of a personal insight there. So he left he uh, left Chapel Hill and went to ARP
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, got caught. They was able to fix it. So, looks like they did pretty well when he transferred. Right. right. So Of course, that was back when uh, – and he'll know, well, football, we weren't very good back then. So, you know, that was when everyone was leaving to go other places. Nobody wanted to play football. Now basketball, on the other hand, was the place to be at that point. So, um, so have have you got to catch any of our uh, broadcasts, Brad? You have do you have any of the? Do you subscribe to any of the the online streaming platforms?
2: I have not. I haven't seen any of them yet. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's hey, okay.
1: hey, if if you need entertainment. Corey Vince, and myself, we 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 put up pretty good entertainment on the broadcast. It's not boring, that's for sure. We try to keep it interesting. Are you talking about stuff. these
2: that y'all do on Wednesday night or games?
1: No, our our games. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No,
2: I don't. Tell you, I haven't. I haven't watched. That. I last year I watched some online games. I haven't really watched many this year.
1: Yeah, we we've uh we've kind of got a good relationship with Texan Live, and we have our games there for Chapel Hill. And then the other ones we picked up, um, they're always at least on the NFHS. I think uh, so. It's been it's been a lot of fun. We kind of got to pick and choose the games we wanted. So we're looking at some games next week. There's some there's some good matchups that could possibly be next week. Uh, of course, we know we're going to be next weekend. Yeah. So that's exciting. So uh, definitely, uh, you'll definitely have to tune in if we for the next weekend. Uh, so we some good games in commerce.
0: I'll be I'll be anxious to call that game. I have to do my research and watch film and tape and all the good stuff. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> so I've got
2: about I've got about five minutes. I've either got to get a charger or my battery's gonna die. Oh, we
1: can <laughs> we, we, we can we can wrap it up, um, Brad. Uh, I would like to, uh, for you to kind of go over again for those that weren't on earlier. Uh, just kind of give them an overview of, of your site and everything and and how they can uh, follow you and and even, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Even your so, even uh, and even your insurance deal. Let them know about that too. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so, I okay. So, if you want to, I'm I'm sure a lot of you are watching me from at Twitter at Hoop Insider. Um, our website, we link it all the time, but it's HoopInsider.net. So, uh, a lot of the playoff information I'm updating will be on there. Uh, Hoop uh, at Hoop Insider on Twitter. We got Hoop Insider as uh, uh, our Facebook page, Hoop Insider Facebook page, and then to like. And then we got the Hoop Insider Basketball Talk Facebook group. And uh, it's a private group, so you just ask to join. As long as I see you're from Texas, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I get, like, spam accounts and stuff that try to get in. I don't let them in. And then I'm in some other Texas basketball. And there's all kinds of crazy stuff they're posting in there, but – I'm just like, I don't allow that in my group. So if you go in there, we're only going to talk basketball. Nobody's going to be trying to sell you jerseys or anything nice. or whatever. So uh, just basketball talk, uh, Facebook groups, uh, you, Facebook group. You should, uh, join that if you're on Facebook. Um, so yeah, I, I, anybody watches any of my live broadcasts, they know by now that I, I sell insurance. Um, I do hoop. Ins- uh, so believe it or not, uh, I know a lot of people, some people come up to me and say, Hey, it's hoop insider. Is that your job? And I'm like, no, no, I don't get paid anything for this, but i tell you what, if you want to support me, uh, support my insurance business and get a free quote from me. And actually, right. um, you know, I'm an independent, so I, I my company's broker with 12 auto and 20 plus homeowners. So, I can shop a lot of companies and I've literally saved coaches thousands. Like I wonder if people think I'm making that up. I literally so saved more than 10 coaches, like an average of like a thousand dollars. So um, there, there's a lot of people out there, you know, people don't normally show, shop their insurance very much. And so um, they they just don't realize there's a lot of savings out there. So I, I'm able to save a lot of people money. And so if you want to support me, get a quote from me and that would help me out. Y'all don't realize how much that would help me for those of you watching. So, um that's my that's my uh that's everything I do hoop insider, I sell insurance full time. I'll be at the state tournament, so um I don't know, are you guys going to state tournament?
1: Man, I wish I could. I wish I want to say I wish I may I don't know what my schedule is going to look like then. Yeah, you, you got a little bit so, less yeah. tight schedule than I got. I'll yeah, well, the sure. Week, the week the week after regional uh tournament, I will be starting T ball. T ball. I'm I'm assistant <laughs> coaching two T tea ball teams. Uh, mm. So that's four practices a week uh for a little bit. And then we got games. Man, I, I'm I'm about to get ramped up busy, plus doing all this other stuff. We've got some big things coming down the pipe uh for the network. Uh so stay tuned. Anybody watching, stay tuned with that um and hoping to keep uh a good close relationship with brad we appreciate you coming on today brad uh mm-hmm. hopefully we can yeah and,
2: and and another thing i was gonna say anybody wants to reach out to me um uh, my phone number you can call me text me anybody for basketball or insurance myself 409-988-4336 and holler at me and um uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all bringing me on. And uh, if you see me at the state tournament, I know y'all aren't going, but definitely
0: uh, say hi to me. But, uh, yeah, I, now I, that I know, now that I know who's taking the pictures of all the medalists, I, I'm gonna I'm actually tagging retweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I, maybe one of these days when my kids are a little bit bigger and I can take one or maybe two of them with me, and then my wife won't she won't care because she'll have the house to herself at that point. So, what uh, I like to go, we used to, we I went. Uh, it's been probably oh twelve or thirteen years since I've been. We used to go down and like about four of us, and we'd we'd get a hotel and we'd stay all week. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's been it's been probably that long. It's been over twenty years. That, the last state championship game I saw was man was uh, TJ Ford and uh, those guys. Cool. That's been Ooh. a while. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, I met
0: TJ.
2: Hey, I met TJ Ford. By the way.
0: Oh man! Uh, I got hey, I gotta, got
2: his cell number.
0: Oh, don't do, oh. <laughs> don't tease us! Don't tease <laughs> don't us, don't do, Brad! Don't do, that. don't do that. I have my pen ready. I'm like man, come on! <laughs> hey, his son is pretty good though. Go I he, him. he
2: wanted me to come <laughs> to cover his tournament, so oh, I guess yeah. if I call him, I maybe tell him I go because co- he's got his own little circuit thing. So he yeah. wanted me to come. So I had his, I got his cell phone. Hey, we, to can, he we, maybe we need to cover that.
1: Cover. We cover that, Corey. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, hey so wait. If, you co-
2: if you go check out my Facebook page, I did take a picture with him. Like, if you go scroll down my news feed a couple of years, I took a picture with him.
1: Awesome. So. Nice. Awesome. Well, Brad, thanks again for coming on. Uh, again, guys, go follow Brad, Hoop Insider. Um, he's If you want to know anything going on with, with uh, high school basketball, the boys' side, he is a man to go to. Uh, so give him a follow. like Remember, he needs some insurance. He's also your man. Go check him out. Uh, for Brad and Corey, I'm Brett. We'll catch you next time right here in the weekly wrap up show. Remember, we'll be in Rains, Texas, Friday night for Chapel Hill versus Canton. Uh, Corey, Vince, and I will be on the call. We'll be on texanlive.com. link will be posted soon. So we'll see you then. Good night, everyone. Hey, Brett, give us a follow back. Follow, follow <laughs> Brad. <laughs>
2: oh, so I've, I've heard that a few times. <laughs>
1: right. Good night, everyone.
0: Anyway. Good <laughs>